You're listening to a Countout Podcast. And welcome, everyone, to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. I'm Lauren, of course, joined by my esteemed co-host, Mr. King's Road himself, Mike Servino. Um, and we're going been... to talk about XPW <laughs> the whole time. Kurt, for Ron Nimi, we're going to talk about the whole XPW. Thank you, Ron, for that question. So we're going to take care of that. First. Oh, is, is, was it a personal request by Ron Nimi? Is that what you're it talking about? Yeah, he wants us to do the whole episode on XPW. So we're going to do it. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I haven't watched a, a show in a while. I heard the last ha- one was really good. But... I, I have not either. But um, that is either You've here You've never even there. watched an XPW show, have you? I've watched I, don't think you have. I watched the Theater Brutality show, one of like the very first ones. The theater, yeah, yeah. And then I, I mean, watched. There's so much I think good I stuff like, out there. Yeah, there's so much good stuff out there. Um, but no, it's been a hell of a few weeks for both of us, actually. It has been a, a fun time. I mean, what did we do? Atlantic we were, City. We yeah, that was the. We got to talk about that. Yeah, I was going to say that was kind of the first thing we should talk about, considering literally we were both there and. I had to go in the terminal before almost everyone else and help. Yeah, Lauren uh, was a big, big help to the Kings Road Step and Repeat banner that was sanctioned by Matt Russo. Um, but yeah, no one else wanted to help except Lauren. So he was. We were uh, in there. For we, a few we, hours. we 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 forced Griffin to help for a few hours. Well, you. So yeah. So Lauren and I went into the terminal before the Fight Club to set up this banner that people were taking pictures in front of, which is on my Instagram. Um, thank you for people that did do that. And we, we couldn't figure it out. I screwed it up because I bent the top of it and we were just, <laughs> I was freaking out about it. Lauren eventually went home and we were waiting for Brett to come, um, to, you know, help with the chairs. And Griffin was like the worst. She was like, Can we go? Well, look, we're not burying our friends on here. No, I don't care. It, it, but Griffin was friends. a big help. That was funny though. But thank oh, you for yeah. the help. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was more than happy to. I had nothing better going on on Friday night in Atlantic City. So it was a fun uh, weekend. We got the banner up. We got the banner up Friday. Saturday was kind of just a chill morning, afternoon. Then, of course, war games. I didn't like the card on Saturday, was kind of meh. Like, it just not, there was not a lot of notable stuff Saturday. I mean, the Charles Mason Richard Holiday match was good. I like that, but I heard like everyone was like, "Oh, can we just like start it's this a, like the meat of the you know the dinner?" Like, I, I mean, yeah, I think when you like give put a, such a huge match out and everything else just kind of feels oversaturated. I mean, Jimmy Lloyd was hot as ever on the with the crowd. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what I was saying? I was like, they should have just like came in and been like. We're gonna make a little pregame. Like everyone's gonna hang out, play some music. Like they should have given out some beer for everyone over twenty one. They should have had the match, and then they should have been like, "Oh, right, we're gonna chill, and, like have some more beers." Like that would have been a great night. Like I don't. I think it would have been dope without the undercard. Like I don't even think but, the match was so sick. Yeah, I mean that, that War Games match. I will say, I think my only real like knock on it was the fact that Murdoch was the first one eliminated. 
Honestly, dude, and you know this, uh, I don't remember like much from because I get so engulfed in uh, like Spilling. filming and, and and in the moment, I can't tell if the match was good or like what happened. The I'm match just, like, was awesome. It was a spectacle. It was what it was a spectacle. I mean, I'll say this: Ciclope and Miedo really proved themselves that match. They both they were murdering each other uh, in that cage, man. That um, um, I found a Toru, really good Toru where got I could put my phone through. Yeah, you did. You had a really great. Angle. So uh, I could see perfectly, and they were going so hard, and that like Murdoch and that Toru were murdering each other with tubes. Yeah, like um, not like tube hits, like tube like smacks as hard as I can. I'm gonna break this over your head. Um, Their arena was fucking bloody. We got we got a mini Takeda engage match rematch, and we got a mini t- Kasai gauge match in that War Games. Yeah, they Unreal. were the last two. Right, like they were, so they were killing each other with glass. They had barbed wire. They had everything, like pains, uh, murdering each other. And you got to go watch it. But the the final two were, were Gage and Kasai, and that was like the it was a mini match. It was a mini match in itself. It was awesome. So I drove Kasai. I had the pleasure of driving Mister Kasai, and I had like an hour and a half conversation with him, which I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity to do again. We hit a little bit of traffic. And I had Google Translate on. And I was just like, I'm just going to start asking this two questions. So I started asking him questions. And he was like, oh, I really came here to like, I want to fight Nick Gage. I remember fighting him and his brother when they were young boys. We were all young boys in like 2000 Big Japan. So this was 23 years ago that they fought each other. And they um, they they did it. And I, and I will, I'll give you a Your Dose of Death exclusive, which nobody else has. Um, I asked him, I said, is this your last match here in GCW? And he said no, that he would like to come back and do more. Like, that's his plan. So, I don't think it'll be the last time we see this dude. Uh, I don't think it's like a one and done. Okay. I mean, Which is considering cool. we had, we'll talk about a little bit later, his other match he had in Corrigan with GCW, which was very good. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that show. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was just, it was awesome having Kasai and Takeda here, but we can't forget about the Sunday show, which I thought was the better show. I thought the Sunday show was a better o- show. Overall show, yeah. Because those two matches were sick. But also, like, just the match quality, even before those two death matches, was really good. What like, else the tech, we had? Um... Cole Radrick and Alec Price versus East-West Express was awesome. Really great tag match. We had Masha Cartwheel, which actually I like. That, I like some of Masha. That, I gotta say, that cartwheel into the reverse, like, the reversal with the White Knight pile driver was absolutely insane. I this okay. This is the match where they had Paro, um, Blake, and uh, Mason, Mason versus Bussy um, and, and Rina. Rina. And this is where I where um, Charles Mason won me over because so I was like I always really wasn't a Charles Mason fan. Whenever he came out, I'd be like uh, like whatever. Like I don't really care about this guy, but like I thought he was really a great <laughs> heel and he was hitting some crazy moves. He, so he I was can. impressed, man. He reminds me a lot of like Naito in a way. Yeah, he's got like fluidity. He does. But yeah, that was fun, dope. but um yeah, the two death matches though were ass the like GCW in the last few weeks put out potentially like four death match match of the year candidates. We we also had a hardcore match between Sasaki, Janela, Toru and Sawyer. Sawyer right? and Jimmy. Good. I liked that match too. That was a nice precursor to 
But I was this, my match. Of the, I don't know if it was my match of the weekend. It was close though. This was my match, match of the weekend. This was my match of the weekend. I mean, I, um, I was talking to someone like we're. I was like, we're really getting a Takeda singles match and a Kasai singles match in Atlantic City for the first time in years, like in the same night. Dude, I was shocked about this because for some stupid reason I got confused and I thought Takeda and Mance was happening in Kirk and Hall. No. So they were like, oh, it's today. And I was like, what? And it, dude, so, they murdered it. So did, I don't know if you remember what happened when I had to like douse water on Mance's face. You did, yeah. Tell her, <laughs> this was dope. I didn't get this on video the whole thing, but I tried so, to, but it was cool. So Mance, like, the beginning of the match, I forget what happened. It was a tube exchange or something. But Mance was like, there's like he was trying to pick something out of his eye. Like, I think there was glass. And so Mance is yelling at him. I'm like, Mance, do you need water or something? Or someone said it. And Mance is like, give me some water. Give me some water. And I just I have a water bottle under my chair. I run up. And I it was, it was like the spray. It was like the squeeze. So... Mm-hmm. I do it, and I'm just like, he's like, doing some more. I did it twice. And he's like, yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, he, like, announced, he's like, we're good to go. And everyone's like, yeah, man, <laughs> let's go, man. I, like, I did a thing. And I was like, yeah, Lord, I'm like, oh, fuck. Dude, it was that suplex that uh, Takeda hit was beautiful. That fi- under the fire plate. My God. Oh, at that, and he also did, he did, like, he shot for the leg. He went under, he German Mance perfectly, like, into a bridge, but it was, like, through a paint. Also, it was, like, the perfect combo of wrestling and death match. You know what that match also represented, right? It was two former NGI winners. Takeda went yeah, NGI and a three. return of singles death match Mance, which when's the yeah. last time we saw that? It's Coming out to Simple Man. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a but, while. And, and Mance winning NGI 5. So, yeah, it was a... It was the NGI winners showcase, is what I called it. And uh, dude, Mance is a beast. Like, if he, I've been working MLW shows uh, for their social media. He is like the the top guy there, in my opinion. I'm glad he's back. I, I'm glad he's back there, but he's happy that he's back there. He said he's. Yeah, he said he really likes it there, and he's like the shit. Like, he's the number one dude there, in my opinion. Like, it's the perception of the fans too. Like. Um, they just they did a little bit of hardcore stuff too. This uh, at the at the most recent show, they like electrocuted someone. They were beating the shit out of Cannonball uh, with a chair. It was a cool. Got Jeff uh, Cannonball cool in the LW. Death <laughs> yeah, it was cool seeing the deathmatch guys get some shine. So um, yeah, no, Takeda Mance was awesome. Just pure spectacle. Um, and then Prima Kasai. Kasai, that was sick. Is that guitar playing in the background? No, I have a, a spring on my microphone. I got a new microphone. Oh, okay. I was like, better. I was like, what? It sounds like a guitar is playing in the back. We're gonna live. I posted a video yesterday of like a, some. I was like, had a thing with um with Pondo, and it sounds like shit. And I reposted another one today with the microphone, and it's like night and day. Okay, so this is a good investment. It's a crane mic. Oh, it's a crane mic. Okay, it's a um, crane. but yeah, Kasai, no. yeah, Kasai Tremont. So um, sick. I kind of wanted to take this moment and just because I know there are people on social media who hate the air horn. Well, and... there was more complaints. <sighs> I yeah. Well, we're not going to stop it, and it's my. Uh, you can blame me. I, I take no, like listen. <laughs> I I had to deal with the air horn two weekends in a row, and I'm going to say this about it, and I want to give my two cents because y'all deserve my two cents, and I like to be honest here. 
the air horn is okay, but when there's a bit of an overkill with it, maybe need to take a step back with it. I'm saying that I think nicely. There needs to be another one. I think there needs to be two, so it balances out. Well, Someone on the other side, I will say, I just didn't appreciate the air horn during Tremont's music. Like, leave that alone. I don't need an air horn blasting over Journey. I, I do not need an air horn blasting over Journey. I, I, I had to get it off my chest. Like, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this. Well, Take I get comments control. about it all the time. It's just like, crap. Like, I mean, I'm the one that told the person to bring it. I'm the one that keeps telling them to bring it. No, I think I'm, it I'm fine dope. with it. It's, it's cool when it's done right. But then there's sometimes there's just overkill. Well, I think the majority of the time he does do it right. There's so, we're not, I'm not going to out the person that does no, it. No, I'm not either. I'm not but, either. Um, yeah, maybe not the entrance. It's like when a KJ used to talk to like, her entrance music. Yeah, like just like let it let let things breathe. Like, oh, all right, except when Parker comes out because that like that 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 that's dope with the air. That okay, that's <laughs> certain instances where it's good, but I think like overall, it's just seventy five percent of the time it adds to the overall experience of like something crazy's happening. I will say though, at Berwyn, I'll get to like my NHB experience at Berwyn. The the air horn in there it sounds ten times louder because it's a smaller building, and I was I was about ready to be like, who brought the air horn? I'm gonna chuck it out the you window. Know who hates air horns? Uh oh, our friend Danny. He, he doesn't like them at all. He, he <laughs> wants to tell me nobody wants that there. I can't think of one person. Well, there was there. someone who like, had right. it. There was someone who had the air horn in Chicago, so I'd like to know who. Well, I'll peel back the curtain a little bit. The first NHB show in New Jer- in Newark, New Jersey, oh, the Bocce Boys had an air horn. That was the one and only time that they were doing it. They had like a deep one too that sounded sick. And I guess Danny didn't like it. So, because <laughs> I was like, "Come on, Danny, let's all get air horns." He's like, "No." <laughs> so we're not doing air horns at ICW. Okay, um, that's our that's our air horn tangent of the evening. Um, but no, go back and watch Gage's return. From 2014, they had like six air horns blaring the whole time at CZW. <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. It used to be oh, a lot more. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. I don't Speaking need of that. But no, Tremont and Kasai was a spectacle. That, it wasn't my favorite match of the weekend, but it was a spectacle, man. That I was, thought it was really good. I thought, there were some gross moments. Like that, when Kasai throws Tremont through the middle rope, and he just falls off. <laughs> he fucked him up. and then- I, I was walking around the ring, and me and um, Ricky... We were talking, and I'm like, dude, someone's going through this, and if it ain't Matt Tremont, we're doing it wrong. He magical a lot of damage. Kasai's uh, just an animal, and he snorted a, a snot rocket at Tremont. Oh, yeah. At the, at the end, when they when they kill each other, you guys just got to go see this show. It's so good. How about uh, the crucifix no-sell on the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. He, he went through it and was like, fuck you. And then at the end, people he just got mad at that. Hand. Did, did you, you see? see that? Yeah, I did. But did you, you got mad at Kasai no selling. Yeah, they got mad at Kasai no it's selling. Kasai. I'm like, Kasai. they obviously do not know. Uh, I'm gonna go up. Well, dude, at the end, Shimon extended the hand and Kasai ran out, which is another reason why yeah. I say like I think he's coming back. Like I think there's unfinished business. But I want to go off on a, one. Of, you went off on a little thing. I want to go off on one another thing. People like uh, there was a lot of people very excited about Jun Kasai this whole weekend because it meant a lot to deathmatch enthusiasts. I think there's a difference between deathmatch enthusiasts 
who are like obsessed with it, like Lauren and I are, and a lot of other people, and then just people who are at the show hanging out. So like and, maybe they didn't understand why Kasai was like so so dope to us. There will always there. be a there will always be a bridge of fans like that though. I'm just gonna say that there will always. Oh well, yeah, is. and that's why they hate on the Facebook groups a lot, like because um they like and I know you've like gone off and said like they're negative. Like I, I'm not gonna argue with that. Um, but it's just when you group people that are that passionate about something, like there's going to be infighting with there's going to be infighting, there's going to be gatekeeping, there's going to be generational gaps. Love this, like it's not just a casual, let me come to the show and hang out in the back and like have a few beers. Like, this is like very important to people. So that's all I'll say on that. And I thought it was a great weekend for both. I thought it was too, and everybody, all the wrestling fans. I think, I think it was a great spectacle. It was, and I literally the next week had NHB, which um, I'll well, get. It was into. another show that day, God. but I didn't watch it. But congrats oh, to to Big Joe for the we win. got Big Joe baby tournament of death winner. Winner, winner, winner. I went from commentating it to not even going. That's crazy. <laughs> How about zero to hundred real quick? Well, yeah, so, I mean they uh, rescheduled the date. Your schedule today. I um, wasn't gonna make it, you know. So, no, um, but no, I I'll peel back the curtain on this since I've already told this story, and I don't know if everyone's heard this, but um, I texted Big F and Joe. I it was my first time I had talked to him in like months, actually. Funny enough, and I was like, "Best of luck at TOD. Miss you, dude. Hope you're doing well." And he was like, "Thanks, man. Like, miss you too." And I was like, "Hey, if you have time, come down to Atlantic City, like, just to celebrate it, or just hang out since you're in the, the states." And he's like, I might actually like hit you up on that. I'll have to let you know on time. So about, I think like six o'clock ish, he texts me after the show. And he's like, Hey, if like me and judge Joe dread come by and like, can we, like, if we come by, can we like use your shower? Cause I, I told him I was staying in like city and I'm like, um, okay. And so they did. I literally, I, I thought I would have to like leave the show and like go to the lobby to like give them the room key, like the additional room key that I had the front desk make for me just because. Um, but they were already in the venue. They already got wristbands from Brophy. I'm like, wait, what? They just let anyone in here? Yeah, like you could just fuck with him enough. And, and I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, so I have to run back into the venue. And give them the hotel room key. And I'm like, it's great to see you. I was like, did you see Dred's hand? No, he was like, I no, like his, his hand was like swollen. It looked like the size of a softball. You didn't see he that? No, was, I like, he didn't show me his hand. It was gross. It, it was like a swollen softball, dude. It was insane. Like, That's yeah, it was just, I got to meet him and um, his manager, Jury. They're fantastic together. Um, so I met Judge Chaudrey for the first time, too. Yeah, yeah, Fight Club. And I said, oh, it's like, cool, another Italian's here. And he's like, I'm Mexican. I'm not Italian. I was like, oh, I really thought you were Italian. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. He, 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 he gives nice off guy. that vibe. He gives off that vibe. That's I what I him. thought, yeah. But that was the same um, day as... I can, I can, I can confirm because I've had this conversation with them that he will be on this podcast. Him and Jury both. 
will be on this podcast in the very first. I, I like Judge Judge Ray. He's a nice guy. I and like I think he does promos well. Him and Jury do fantastic promos, which hint hint needs to happen more. Just saying, not trying to be mean about it. Just needs to happen more. It needs to happen more, brother. Ha. Um, but no. <laughs> so Joe and Dread and like Joe Joe Big F and Joe and Joe Dread come back down most showered. I'm like, hey, all good. Joe Dread gave me the thumbs up, all good. Because I had to, I had to literally tell the front desk to bring extra towels. Ew, I would not have left them <laughs> down there. No offense, guys. But mine didn't have a room. But it's. <laughs> I, but I, right? I, I was happy to oblige. I, I didn't want him walking around like say looking all gross. And Why didn't DJ get a portable shower? You're asking the wrong questions to the wrong people. Come on, Deej. Um, I'm never going to talk to me again, to be honest. <laughs> So okay, this is where it gets. This is where the story gets fun, though. So Big F and Joe, he buys me a beer, thanking me for letting me use the room to shower and stuff. And he's like, "I hope you enjoy the souvenir I left for you in the room." I'm like, "What did you leave?" And (laughs) I go back to the hotel room. I I don't notice this till like the next morning. Like I'm like semi hungover. And I see, like, the they left our hotel bathroom like a freaking murder scene. It looks like a murder scene in there. They didn't clean the blood off? Come on, guys. <laughs> they, like, showered and stuff, but, like, it's just, I, I don't want to get to it. But I see the, the, the showboat bathroom garbage can. What is Joe leaving there? I'll give you one guess. Tampon? No, God, no, not that, that, not that gross. He left his socks. His, his socks. Oh, I thought he was going to leave his underwear. No, he left his freaking socks in the garbage. You, you should keep them and sell them to no, Stephen Dash no, Brown. He's buying ringing no, worn gear. No. So this is where it gets even better. So I see this random black shirt on the chair in my room, and I'm like. I don't recognize it. It's not me. It's not my roommate, Matt Emerson. It's not his one of his shirts. And I, I, I touch it. It was Joe Dredd's TOD shirt that he left in the room on accident. Oh, so you got one? Well, no, I had, I wanted to give it back to him because it was like his, it was like his actual like tournament worn shirt, like the the one that oh, they on entrance, not his uh. Not his ring gear or anything. It was just like his. They should have brought you a shirt for the trouble. I didn't care, dude. I want to. I should have been like, "Give me a shirt." I didn't care, dude. I was just happy to I, see them, and I was just. But like, yeah, I had a little message Big F and Joe the next day. I'm like, dude, did you leave your TOD shirt in my room? I, I almost, I almost decided on a whim to like do the middle finger and like flip him off and be like, "Look what you left in my room, asshole!" But I didn't. Ooh, yeah. Dude, um, but then we both discovered it was Joe Dredd, and I gave it to Jury this past weekend at NHB. They, um, they had an XBW invasion pick with the Kings Road banner. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, it was like yeah, him yeah, yeah. and each other doing the X's. That's and, and then Big F and Joe took that up. <laughs> that he took that great photo <laughs> on his knees in front of the yeah, that is a good photo. I like that one. And he, he was like, please, Brett, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, I mean, congrats to um, that's a, a sweet win. Like, that no one is. even knew who this guy was a year ago in the United States. So, well, people knew to go from that. People knew. But I mean, that's like, yeah, but niche, niche. Like, he, not saying he's, he's done, not well known. He had done, I think this was like his third TOD he had done before winning, too. Like, he had done TOD, I think, like two other times. The one last year, and then this year, and then I think like 2019. Yeah, with Clint, maybe. Yeah, I think him and Clint did one year. Um, but anyways, um, also thank you to Tony Deppin for the hangouts on that Sunday. It was really great getting to talk to him. And did you try his beer? Yeah, I did. It's good freaking beer, dude. Pilger Rue does some good freaking beer. Shout to them. Deppin's a really nice guy. My mom and I planned to go to the the brewery, um, last year. Pilger Rue. We were like, oh, we're gonna like have a few drinks, like. And we couldn't find any like dog friendly hotels around uh, the area. And I need to bring my dog yeah, because they can't, they're psychopaths and they can't stay home alone. Um, <laughs> but I'd like to go out there. It's just like it's out there. Pilgaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt Emerson always has Pilgaroo. Yeah, he does. My, my roommate, one of my very good friends that really, he helped me big time that weekend. So. I like Emerson. He's one of the he's one of the good dudes. So shout shout outs to Matt Emerson. I like Charles Moran. Yeah, they're friends. I love both of Moran them. Moran is the best fan at shows. Oh, he, he gets is so animated about everything. I love him. I adore that man. He is he's, he's cool, one of the he's best. He's a good dude. Like, look at that Sunday night. It was literally just me, Emerson, Deppin, and Charles Moran in my room. There's some good people at these shows. People always think like it's just like a, I get comments. Comments about this sometimes on Instagram, and it really pisses me off. It's like, oh, look at this like crowd. Like, I bet like nobody uses deodorant. Like, they live in their mom's. But, like, shut, shut the fuck up. No. Like, there's some really good people, there some are. really great friends in this, and people that I met in this crowd that you know I would consider really close friends and I would trust. And uh, you don't don't judge people like that. It's no, cool. no, I agree. Yeah. Um, so aside from that last day weekend, I had to come home, do stuff, and then I had to literally NHB. I was only there that Friday. I couldn't make the Saturday shows due to family. You, I was at MLW while you were in in you, Berwyn. You were in the NHB weekend, yeah. With it was just that ICW. Friday. I see I couldn't do the RPW or the NH, the NHB second night shows. Um, which RPW. Yeah, but so I kind of have some news. Um, I want to first kind of just talk about my Friday. I I picked up Cruel from the airport. I. I I'm just going to say fitting a seven foot man in my black Ford Fusion sedan was an interesting trip to have. And it, it worked. It worked. But goddamn, I can't believe I, I accomplished that. Also, one of the sweetest guys. I can't, I, I'm not going to, I'm not like entitled to like say everything behind the curtain with them, but just good dude. Good dude. And, all also, the news is Lauren's going to be coming out with a cruel mask. Oh uh, yeah, right. I'm going I'm I'm to be. I'm going to be cruel too. I'm going to be cruel too. <laughs> um, no. So I get to the Berwyn Eagles around two thirty, two forty-five in the afternoon. I'm with Danny and with everyone, and I'm like, and they're like helping stop the chairs for the show. And after the show, I'm like, you know, I have my like gimbal. I have like stuff. I could like film. I could almost following the footsteps like I don't, I don't know if i really want to i texted mike earlier in the day i'm like should i ask danny to film you didn't respond back and i was like okay i'm just gonna do it danny was like yeah you guys do it just and danny's like yeah do it and i got a crew pass got told 
ask the photographer ladies, which thank you to them for making me feel very much at home. I was nervous as shit doing this because I was like, I'm going to be doing backstage stuff. I'm going to be doing ringside. I've never done ringside for a deathmatch show film-wise other than being front row, of course. Um, it I can tell you it was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. It is such a cool experience. I mean, I did complain a lot, like squatting and all that. My legs are still to this day <laughs> fucking killing me, even though I, I complained to Chrissy, and Chrissy's like, you know, Mike's a surfer and all that. So shout Chrissy for <laughs> telling me how it is. Um, but it was one of the coolest experiences. And I wanted to thank someone personally who literally was like the biggest cheerleader in the back. Eric Dillinger, who I've known since Insane 8, literally last year. So for the, I've known him for the last few years now. Literally... He and I mind you on this very podcast, I said he was gonna have a breakout year, which he has had a pretty damn good year. It really sucks he couldn't go all the way and say it because I thought then I think that would have cemented his status as a breakout, but he's still having a good year. Didn't he final? No, last year he he, he won insane last year, he beat oh, Orr in the finals. Final. No, he won, and um, that was like a, such a Herculean performance, but. Aside from that, so Dillinger was like absolutely amped that I was in the back filming. He's like, no other promotions have like people like in the back filming the entrance stuff. And Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you're here. And he was just like, he like, I, he was like, send that to me like when you can, like like his entrance stuff. His entrance clip was one of my favorite clips I took the entire Friday I was there. Cause he was like, I told, I didn't even have to say, I just was like, act natural. Like, I'm just here. But like I'm not yeah. really here, and I he, like the entrance video. I do fun. too, and like he did it without even a hesitation, and like he was so good about it. He was very fluid. And I sent him, and he was like, "Dude, thank you for this. Like, I'm so happy, you guys. I'm just, I was happier in the back. Like, so Dillinger, if you listen to this, thank you from literally the bottom of my heart for making me feel right at home. Like, I didn't know." I mean, the other big moment for me, and we talked about this off air, but I'll tell it to everyone, was literally getting to film um, Remington and Matt. That match meant the absolute world to me because apparently I, I don't think – I'll just kind of break the fourth wall here. They tried booking that match on three separate occasions before finally getting the, in on the fourth try. Like Matt had to really? keep rescheduling. Remington had to keep rescheduling. The three different times they tried getting that match. Wait, and the I, match was Matt Tremont and Remington Roar. I forgot about that. Well, I, yeah. I don't have IWTV. Don't I need someone to? <laughs> no, it's okay. Me. No, but no, but literally... I don't watch lie non-live stuff. That's the that's the reason. It's not because I don't support their mission. Sorry, but, Lauren. But it's okay. Um, but no, I I literally told Danny like he Danny forgot because I had messaged him. I'm like I was so amped about this match and um i got to film remington and there's this great moment with him and his partner injured who i both adore to the absolute umpteenth degree they're like family to me i like like injured like pats rems back like injured's walking by right before the entrance starts and i i almost was like i was about to start like bawling my eyes out but i didn't because i i told remington in the back i'm like listen if you see me cry it's not because I'm sad. 
I don't want you to think I'm fucking sad. It's just I'm so proud of you for getting to this moment. Because Japan, Tremont, like, it's just things are coming on the up. And he killed, th- this match was awesome. If you haven't seen this match, highly recommend it. Real, like, Remington brought out this, like, injury, I was, I saw this earlier, but, like, injury made this, like, personal, like, machete board that Remington brought out for the match. Really? It was, it was awesome. It looked so awesome. Like, he, Remington took, like, a DVD through it, and it was so perfect. But, like, literally, like, at the end of the match, I'm, like, near the entranceway, and I just start crying minutes. It's just, like, he just gives me a fist bump. He's, like, yep, it happened. So that was, like, a really big moment for me. Um, I thanked MM3 and Orin Vite for being my very first, film, like, match I filmed, and I thanked Shiny Shoes as well. Um, I was I was last thrower. You gotta watch out for shiny shoes. Shoes, baby. Right behind him. Did you like still do the glass? Yeah, he did that to me. He he sees me. He saw me a few times, and um, he saw that, and so it was pretty crazy. Um, just how awesome the night was. I was bummed I couldn't be at um, RPW or NHB the second night, but um, huge congrats to Rings and Roar for winning the. RPW Kamikaze Championship from Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Huge congrats. So I had Schwartz. a talk. I had a talk with Chris, and I mean, uh, he'll find out that I um, announced this officially, but I kind of want to break the news here on Your Dose of Death podcast because I didn't know if I really wanted to continue to film and stuff at shows. I didn't know if I wanted to offer my services. But I said, you know what? I should ask. Like I, I've learned a lot that past weekend. Just ask. Just get yourself out there. You never know what's going to happen. And so I am really proud to announce that Saturday, December 9th, I will be making not only my RPW filming debut, but my official Michigan filming debut for RPW's No Ring Show. Um. Mm-hmm. So that is a big deal. So I am officially part of the RPW team for that show. I am absolutely excited. It is the Whiteout show. So December 9th at the Lines Skate Park in Dearborn, Michigan, yours truly will be filming that show, a no-ring deathmatch show um, with music from Elbow Deep, if you might remember them, from the King of the Kill tournament they've performed there. So. that is, Be careful, bro. Hey, Michigan in December. You know what? It's it's going to be a good weekend. It's just um, I'm really excited for this opportunity. I'm really excited to be a part of the team with Chris. Um, I want to like he told me you're always welcome at RPW shows, and I mean me and him both kind of have that Midwest nice mentality. So that's how I've always gravitated towards him, and it just it's a I, I didn't think I'd be following the footsteps of people like yourself or dj tony d or wrestling unicorns for that matter but i'm doing it well it's a lot of fun uh, i i congratulate i'm glad that you, you're doing it you get way more involved when you're like you're just in the action basically so it's, yeah and and it's so fun. i want to kind of get this part out because i don't think people know but iwtv won't be able to make that show so it's literally just going to be me i'm like going to be a one-man wrecking crew filming that you're show. gonna be like hard camp frio at the horror slam shit because you can't <laughs> find that anywhere except his youtube but um i i filmed one uh no ring show and that was like 
You filmed the yeah, NFC just, show during Dallas weekend. Yeah, and I was like, dodge. That was like, <laughs> that was I don't want to get my throat cut on this. Yeah, so be like, dude, but that's dope that you got that. And we're very proud of you. Yeah, so the uh, things are on the come up. So yeah, that's uh, something I want to talk about. Um, what else? Oh, the, with NHB also, Cruel and Josh Bishop watch that match it wasn't a death match it was a hardcore match with doors there's this one spot like they take like doors and like they do like the over the head stuff nope. bishop literally took like a door and like it went through cruel and cruel just stood there and just like like hulked out and like broke yeah. the door too it was one of the coolest things i'd ever done and remember seen. that bump bishop like bishop doesn't do glass but he's Crazy. He's Remember crazy. that bump him injustice to them? Oh, yeah. They, 25 feet, they just were like, let's just go. Like, that dude's not surprising. He Josh, hasn't been featured more on shows. He, he's, he really is like a modern day Sid Vicious. He really looks like him. He literally I'm looks a big fan of Josh Bishop. Yeah, he's awesome, man. And he, he, was, he was another one who was very in the moment in the back on the entrance videos. Like, he was just water, 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 dump it, water, 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 dump and go. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I heard um, Eric was good with Orin. I saw a little bit of the. Yeah, that was nasty. I heard man. they murdered each other. Dude, I was telling Radomsky this. Why they always have the huge tube structures in the midwest they don't have like 30 bundle things in new jersey and they don't do that there but so, they, they always do it in chicago and detroit so what's crazy was with the crew i want to give a shout out to someone who he, he listens to this podcast all the time and he's going to enjoy this but someone who was kind of like their first real experience working crew was uh, my good friend longtime friend of the show jake martin him and his girlfriend cassandra mm-hmm. or cassie as it i call her were working as crew for NHB this weekend. So they got a lot. They basically were the tubes donors for NHB all weekend. And then Mids is the taper, right? He's the one. That yeah. He tapes. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Hammer, Hammer knows what he's too. doing. Yeah. But it was just a, it was a good weekend for them. I'm really happy. No Andy D. No Andy D. Oh, he went to like uh, a, sh- a show or something for the week. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, isn't that like Andy's first show he's missed? No, he's missed a few. He was kind of on the fence about Chicago for a while, and he didn't know. It's like, Hammer who doesn't miss any, right? Hammer's dedicated as all hell. You, you, you have to literally throw a brick at him. Was Jimmy there? See, no. Oh. So only one bocce boy. No, only one bocce, and he was like. I was like saying, like I'm gonna be the Midwest Kings Road now, and he's like, don't, <laughs> don't aspire to be like Kings Road. Uh, be dude. a bocce boy. Remember that um, uh, Hammer got so drunk at the last show, and he got a picture with Tremont and me, and it's like, <laughs> like a Christmas photo. Like, oh yeah, that Christmas photo is adorable. That was a great show. We didn't really talk about. Uh, I think you did the preview for it, but that was a lot of fun. Yes, that was fifty two. I liked um, fifty two with um, good show. MM three and Murdoch, and that was Danny a great match, Memphis, which isn't finished yet. Nope, it ain't. Um, I, I, did a, I, I, did a, I did a review of that show, though. I did a review of it. I did it. I got tickets to the... Because um, even though I, I'm on the film crew for these... Or I film, I, I still grab a ticket to yeah. support. But um, I was like, let's go. Like I want to go to the... I, I can't wait to the back in the hard ballroom. And I was like, come on, Justin. Like I'll buy you a ticket. He's like, I'm not going. So... I, <laughs> you got a free I'm ticket, brother? Like, I don't care. Like I'm going to go. Um, that'll be fun. That's in December. 
Um, yeah, that's gonna be real cool. But yeah, I'm gonna I mean, go to Matt's show next week. Oh, the deathmatch tournament, the Tremont deathmatch tournament. To, yeah, be good. I'm gonna go down the shore and hang out, and um, you know, I'm not gonna go trick or treating, so it'll be a fun. Uh, I yeah, didn't go Tremont. last year, but Astro always has a good. Um, album. Let, let's. I want to go through the short list of everyone who's in that because I mean that's a 16, 16 or twelve. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, I mean, I had it up. I thought I have to like go it up. Sorry, people. We have to look on Twitter to make sure it's I think all the number there. one entrant is Brett, Danny. <laughs> Brett and Danny are gonna fight in a death match. No, right? <laughs> shut up. Okay, so the field is as follows: Neil Diamond Cutter, Mouse, Bradley, Chondo, Danny D'Amato, Declan Grant. Christian Ross, Tommy Vendetta, MM3, Lucky 13. Let's go, Lucky. Sean Campbell, representing KOBK, and Tim Donst. And then Bam Sullivan, Hardway Heater, Ron Bass Jr., and Mickey Knuckles. Those are the four way matches. I'm rooting for Mouse or Lucky because I think Mouse is a beast. Now, I'm telling people that that match in No Man's really put him on the map, dude. That was the match. He's tough as nails, dude. That dude like, has serious Just goal. remember, when we talked about No Man's, that was the third option was Mouse for Satu. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, dude, that dude, we, maybe we, like, I, we, I don't want to air his stuff out. Maybe he doesn't want to do it, but like, he should. If he does want to, well, promoters should use him like that because he's tough. It just, that show, we want Callum Butcher. Then we almost saw about Clint Marger to face Satu, but then we were like, oh, why don't we just use Mouse? Like, okay. Where's he been? Satu? Yeah, he was having a little streak. I'm not just sure. I mean, Satu's out there and about. I mean, I think he's just kind of chilling right now. I'm not too sure. Maybe taking a break, but it's still. Come back, Satu. You were doing really well. Uh, Satu's the dude. Enjoyed watching you. Yeah. Yeah, But Mouse is a tough dude. Tough motherfucker. Tough motherfucker. It takes a lot to take light tubes to the stomach without putting your hands oh, up. Oh, that was... <laughs> like, that really... Like, think about that for a second. Like, you would flinch. Like, that dude yeah. would flinch. Matt Tremont... I, 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 I'm not going to go too long here, but I, I want to say this. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Really. Like, probably the top three most insane deathmatch moments. And it's something that no one even, like, is talking about. But at 52... Matt fought. Um, oh, he fought. fought um, 52. Um, well, at ICW NHB Volume 52, 52. that was in Williamstown. Matt fought, and I have the phone up here. I don't know why I'm blanking on it right now. <laughs> he fought. Um, sorry, everybody. You good? Uh, he fought Reed Bentley, which was really oh good. yeah, that was Reed a good one. He picked up a ladder, and Matt's on his knees. Yeah, and. Reed throws the ladder like a missile at Matt. Yeah. And like a normal person um, who's not like the bulldozer, like tough as nails, crazy as fuck, would like flinch or dive out of the way because it's a metal ladder coming at your face. Matt didn't move, okay? He just stood there and was fully ready to take the ladder right into like the break his nose, break his face. Like It was crazy. It slid right over his head, like barely missed him. But he stood there like a stone wall and was like ready to take. I've never seen anything like that where someone didn't even flinch with something like that. 
Like that's just another level of like toughness and craziness that that's like unmatched. Dude. And I talked about Reed's promo before, like on the review. I talked a lot about that. He promo did very. Here. That was very good. The, that was a good match. Go back and watch that ladder spot, though. That was wild. It's, it's wild. Like I Matt's and I was like, I was, I was talking to Matt. You see, before, did you uh, see Matt did that frog splash over last this past I did. week? I, I, just I was yesterday. like, oh my god. I talked to Matt before um, the Kasai, and I was like, yo, cover your head. Like, we are very impressed with you. You know, we don't need to do that anymore. He's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 I asked him, like, are you okay from Kasai? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's such a yeah, bad stream response. It's a great uh, Matt. is the best. Number one, I hope that he gets the number one spot in our rankings this year. Oh, yeah. You should probably talk about for him. You should talk. You yeah, should talk about that on here, okay. though. Well, I, I was messaging some people, uh, messaging Laura, messaging the group chat for the admins of the Deathmatch Elite group. But I really want to make this year's awards very prestigious um, for our KRW top uh, twenty-five list that we had last year. So uh, uh-huh. the winner of uh, overall Deathmatch Wrestler of the Year um, is the best match and. Um, yeah, those two. So each person got a customized plaque. Yeah, they did. Um, for winning um, based on the fans, all like that we did a bunch of polls on all these yeah. different forums. Um, I want to do that again. I want to add a few more categories for like best in show, stuff like that, and give right. awards. But I also wanted for the list, I want to like uh, grab some photos from you, grab some photos from Grosso, grab some from Earl and Tony D. and and kind of like make like a little photo book like PWI does. And then I want to oh, yeah. give those out f- for free to the people that make the the top 25 list as like a, you know, a, an official, like it's, it's on paper. This is what you got this year. I think that'd be really cool. I think they deserve uh, to be ranked like that. And I also want to get this poll out there um, to other organizations. So we could just have more people voting. So I'm trying to reach out to like fightful and, and other wrestling news organizations just maybe post a poll on their Patreon or something. Anybody can take it. So we're going to yeah. be making that soon. And if you're a wrestling journalist or you're a big fan, like, please let us know. We want to push this out there so we get like a big yes. sample size of the and most accurate of who won. Okay. I mean, that's there you have it. I mean, that's that's your big news of the day. I want to make it nice. I want to make something nice for the for the folks. Well, I, I think that's awesome that you're trying to get out there. Because, I mean, the last few years, the complaints have always been, oh, it's not that big of a sample size. It's not this. It's just well, like- I took over from Steven and Alex, which everybody hated theirs. Like, let's just be honest. Oh, I like, know. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, like, we made ours a little bit more representative of the, the people. It wasn't just selected by two or three. Um, but I want I want this to be on paper. I want a paper hard copy that this is what you got. Just like PWI. I'm a subscriber to their magazine. And I lo- <laughs> I like that stuff. So. That's what we're doing. Well, I think that's a good place to stop for the time being. I mean, we got we got through a whole lot of meat and bone. So yeah, a lot of upcoming stuff. A lot of upcoming stuff too. It's kind of a bit of a slower time for death match now. I mean, you still got it's, it's a lull period. It's a lull period, but you got the death match tournament. You have more NHB stuff. GCW. Oh, actually, let's not because we didn't even talk about the GCW in Japan shows. Yeah, I forgot about that. Hurricane Hall. Masha and Rena 
There's a match that's of the year really candidate. That's really what we haven't talked about. Nah, I, think, I think we'll just talk about Joey that. Joey did really well. Joey, I think that, Joey and Kasai was fantastic, too. I, I congratulated Joey on a historic match, um, which was which, really cool. Which but he retired from deathmatch wrestling. Retired from death. He told me that he um, just, you know, fought everyone he wanted to fight, which is totally cool. I told someone, I was like, listen, like, I would be retire if I fought Jun Kasai. Yeah, Joey, uh, I think has had a um, this a really. Story He's done everything. Actually. He's done everything. Yeah. Well, congrats to our friend Joey Janela. Um, well, congrats Masha and Rena because I've ripped. That That's absolutely was incredible. Main event to Kirk and Hall match Masha's. of the year. Match of the year candidate for me so far. That was that. That's in mind too. I I, I I did not think they could have outdone themselves from COS. I had zero idea going into that match. Masha murdered it, dude. I mean, I'm huge on Masha. I hope that she wins the belt back from Blake. I really liked her as champion, but she's not afraid to use the glass. Blake is. Let's be honest. Sorry, Blake. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like what they should do with Blake is do like a one and done death match. I feel like he should just do. One. I don't think you would do it, dude. I know, I that's the thing. Got to keep them contracts on. Yeah, the contracts. But Masha, dude, I didn't expect them to come out swinging huge bundles at each other. Like, not just single tubes. Like, they were murking each other with huge bundles. They were diving on the outside through tubes. Like, they murdered each other. That You got to just go watch that match. That match is sick. It's got commentary, too, which not a lot of the other Japan shows have had. No, they got Amal to really... Be the one man wrecking crew on commentary. Perch wrapped the main event. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, Dan, thank you for everything, and thank oh. you for um, helping me with that that favor. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that was awesome. That write up you did with Perch was awesome. So yes. Um, now I think we've culminated everything in the last few weeks. So um, as you can see, we both have a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, me in December, it's gonna be really cool. I mean, that RPW show is going to be cool. I mean, I think Casanova Valentine is going to already be on it, the king of the no ring himself. Um, it's just going to be some no ring madness and some random skate park in Dearborn, Michigan. So I would expect them to do a no ring show very well. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like I, up Chris Kohlenberg's alley. It is. Like it definitely yeah. is. But I mean, you with the Kings Road Deathmatch Awards, which I'll be heavily invested in. So, you know, I'll I want to make it good. I'm going to spend I'm my own money in this. I'm going to make it really good for everybody. So, so just be on the lookout. Yeah, absolutely. We will all be on the lookout. So I think that is all we got. I, I want to thank everyone for listening to this. Um, as I said, interviews are coming up. Joe Dredd and, and Jury both will be on here together. Um, they are very much eager to talk to us and to talk about all things in the deathmatch world um, and how they see things. So it's going to be very interesting to hear from both of them on that. Um, but just stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for a whole bunch of other content. Um, want to plug on the um kind of Patreon real quick. I filmed a thing with um Ryan Knightsey. It was called the Great Birthday Bash, where we actually went through three matches that happened on my birthday throughout wrestling history, two of which happened to be deathmatch. I won't spoil which ones they are, but let's just say a lot of you will like the selections that Ryan made for me. So be on the lookout for that on the Count Out Patreon. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode and have a good rest of your night, day, or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you. Everybody, he, uh...
This has been a Countout Podcast.